Welcome to another episode of Driver to the Res with with Larry and Inelia. Happy us. You may notice that you can't hear the truck right now, but we can make truck sounds. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> so this episode of Driving to the Rest is actually getting recorded at the Shaman Shack. It could be considered our first episode of the Shaman Shack Chronicles. Could be, could be, which is going to be a Driving to the Rest. Without the driving. Yes. <laughs> Although I don't know if we can have a three-hour conversation right now. There's a lot going on in the Shaman Shack. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could have a three-hour conversation, but I'm pretty sure we're not going to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, before we started recording, we had a little chat about what we wanted to bring forth to the table on our podcast. And um, we looked at certain situations that have been going on, uh, how the energies have been getting amplified, so everything's very visible. And also how many, many individuals are going to be having timeline choices. A timeline is a concept where whenever you make a major decision in life, your timeline splits. And in one timeline, you'd make one decision. In another timeline, you make a different decision. And that timeline goes off and does something else. It's kind of like choice points, too. That's another way of describing it. Choice point and a timeline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where they start. Yeah. Each timeline starts at a major choice point. Right, and you, you can recognize a t- choice point timeline shift because at that point, you expand out of the game for a moment. You have a little bit of clarity that this is a choice point. You can continue on as you are. You can turn left, you can turn right, or you can make this choice. Whatever it is, that choice is reasonably significant and means you're down a path, a path that goes a certain place, whatever that place may be. But you have awareness of it. It's like, I know if I do this, this is what will be coming. And if I do this other thing, I maybe don't know what's coming, but it is not that. It can be, that, it can be like that even. Yeah. yeah. But you will have enough clarity that you know you're choosing consciously a timeline at this point, kind of like that. I also wanted to point out that during this period, uh, from now we are in what month? November now, November 2020. November something. (laughs) Remember, remember remember the 5th 5th of November November. when we're recording this. But you'll be listening to it in a few days' time on Monday. So... One of the things to remember, remember, on the 5th of November is that these choice points and these timeline points where you're going to be making conscious choices are going to be coming up quite regularly for the next few months. I would say we'll probably go on quite, quite intensely this way, both positive and negative choices that you might be encountering. Um, but even even sometimes just changes of lifestyle or jobs or relationships and things or but it's not minor things, but you really will know that you 
the the way to choose would be to stay in integrity, right? And choose from your ideal self. Because that's going to happen for the next few months. I mean, I would say all the way past March for this type of interaction with reality. November, December, January for six months. We've got six months of maybe choice points. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I recognize, you know, one or two or three in my lifetime. One, two, you know, three recognizable periods of time where there was a choice point. And I knew if I went forward with what I was looking at doing, that it was going to alter something majorly. And it might be comfortable or not be comfortable. I don't know. It it was, though. Mm-hmm. But that was like two or three in my lifetime, not several six, six months of six many months. of them. Yeah. They're not going to be like huge. Well, some people will will be faced with huge, huge choice points in their life, especially if they're still in a situation where they haven't taken care of business with regards to high frequency code creations. But the majority, the rest of us will be going through choice points, which are like tweaks in the the matrix. And it could be as simple as not engaging in an aggressive way when somebody challenges you in the street for whatever reason, maybe you're not wearing a mask, you know, and somebody becomes righteous and challenges you. Now your physical body will go into flight or fight and get very, very upset or aggressive, but you have to control your physical body at that point. And that's the point where even if you get upset, even if you engage the person at a low frequency, the choice point is to drop it. Drop the low frequency engagement, whether in that moment or later on in the day when your body has calmed down enough for you to be able to drop it. But you will need to drop it. It's going to be one of those things that you're going to have to do. Don't be the dogs. There's literally <laughs> nothing going on outside. And they're going to go engage with it. Yes. I might have to have go have a talk with the dogs. Yeah. And be their um, higher self. <laughs> I think they think there's some <laughs> monsters out there. Was, or they're looking for attention. They want some attention. Did you give them food? I gave Missy food, yes. Yeah. I guess I didn't give her enough. Not enough for her. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the choice points... You can probably recognize um, the high frequency, low frequency path. The high frequency path wouldn't include those things like martyrdom. They wouldn't include things like saving or aggressives. They don't include those lower frequency responses. What high frequency things might you think that would be good guidance? So like. You come to a thing and you're a little bit confused, like, gosh, what should I do? Should I, like, tell this person that they should take their mask off themselves and they don't need it? You know, help them. No. Should I uh-uh, rip no. that mask off their face and tell no. them? Uh-uh. Should I uh, tackle them? No. I mean, those are obvious, right? Yeah. <clears throat> should I say anything to them? No. Nope. So when you're invited to engage, um, it's not like... Is that an invitation for a choice point? Just because somebody come up on you in a it store is. and accosts you about your face mask? Is that an actual choice point it is for if everyone you, or just for some? It is if that person that is in that store and gets challenged 
carries on with the challenge past that point. It's okay for the physical bodies to get afraid or angry or upset. I mean, that happens. It's our physical bodies. But you're the soul. You're the driver, right? So you take control of that body as soon as you can and you minimize the engagement. And then once you're out of that situation, you calm your physical body down and you put yourself in a higher frequency state by free will. That's your free will. You do it. You don't carry it on. You don't get sick over it, you know. They're more afraid. And it's like, it's always about fear, you know. It's like, oh, I'm afraid they're going to engage me. Boom, they engage you. (laughs) That's the the slot for it to enter. It's the open door. So, I guess... You know I guess your the choices. key is to close those open doors. I mean, yes. keep them closed if you can. Mm-hmm. If you happen to have an open door, you know you know that it's there. Process the openness about it and, and close it. Right, right. So I'm afraid of what people are going to think about me. So process that fear, right? Yeah. And then uh, you can take on a new mantra, like one that helps your physical body acknowledge your processed state, which would be like... In the case of I'm afraid of what those people will think of me, I'm not wearing a mask. Like they have that funny thing that says lions don't really care what the sheep say. <laughs> I mean, you could carry that mantra with you for a little while. Yeah, it, but also within our society, we haven't reached a point where people will become violent with you. So there's actually no reason why you should have to go into righteousness. They're in righteousness. Don't respond with righteousness. Just walk away. You don't have to go there. You can turn your back on them, right? They will not touch you. And if they do, guess what? Don't engage them. (laughs) You can actually, if somebody touches you to try and get your attention back, you can grab your phone and call 911 in the US or even pretend that you do, you know, call the police, you touched me, right? You've assaulted me. And just walk away. They will walk away. They will walk away if you don't carry the energy of engagement. Guaranteed. So that's one choice point that people are going to come through. And even if you are wearing a mask, it's going to, if you're carrying that energy, you might attract those type of situations. Yeah, probably. It's, huh? it's one of those weird things, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's just strange. So then do you go into blaming yourself if you get accosted? Like, well, you created it. Now you got to suffer the consequences because I see that happen see to this? people. Yeah, see us at a red flag. You're carrying fears inside of you. Use the fear processing exercise. Go to aliabens.com. Go to the tools and you can find it in the free section. It's a fear processing exercise. If you want an audio version, you can download it. You can buy it at the store or you can go to YouTube channel if you process an exercise in Ilya Benz and you're going to find it, use it. So how about if it hasn't been happening to you and you're curious? About what? You haven't been accosted. Nobody's given you any crap at all about it. Then good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be your choice point. <laughs> right? Right. Maybe it's going to be something else. Uh, do I get a cat or I don't well, get a cat right now? A, do I move house or don't I move house right now? Do I plant a tree in my yard or am I moving out of this house? <laughs> There's going to be choice points. Yeah. And the choice points can come in all sorts of colors and shapes. You had one recently, right, the other day? Yeah, I had one and I was aware of it. It was a conscious time, a moment of conscious choice. Do I um, 
And he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't nothing to do with yeah, masks. Yeah, nobody accosted me. Nobody. No, there wasn't even any humans around. It wasn't even a human thing. It was a internal choice point. What frequency do I carry, and what um, response do I have to things? Mm-hmm. So, in my case, it was a deer, a baby buck. Actually, I, I think it was only a few days before that I'd pulled the stag yes. card. Yeah. When we were trying to come up to the to an answer for. I mean, an inquiry I had, the stag card came up, and that was a very I, powerful card at the time. It was very powerful, and if you remember right, it had to do with your career. It had to do with what to do. Yeah, it had to do with our career. It had mm-hmm. to do with podcasts and fishing and things yeah. like that. Making choice points. Making choice about yeah. where to focus energy. That's right. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, I had to, well, we went down to California, and we picked up Brett. We didn't go all the California, we went to Oregon. No, Oregon. We had a nice camp, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That was a nice campground. Mm-hmm. And um, nice drive back. The very next morning, I had to get up extra early, six o'clock, and drive to the Rays, pick up the boat, drive it to Port Townsend, which is, I don't know, about 12 or 15 hours of boat ride. And the day before that, one of my crewmen, the main crewman who I've been fishing with for the last few years, he quit to go crabbing. So I was like, oh, short handed. And the other deckhands, one of them's the other pregnant. Deckhands <laughs> pregnant. She's chemicals. not going to be around chemicals. So I was like, no. man, <laughs> I have to haul out this 70 foot boat, paint the whole thing by myself. Mm-hmm. Woe is me because I'm all alone. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, it, was a, it was a bit of frustration. I think that's when we pulled a card when we were yep. talking about that. It's like, well, got to get some clarity around this. So we pulled the stag card. Anyways, I'm driving to the res to. Drive the boat to Port Townsend. This is the fifth time I've rescheduled this haul out for the boat. It needs its haul out. And when we pull it out of the water, we paint the bottom and scrape out the barnacles and put zincs on and, you know, make sure that it's not leaking and it's um, preserved against marine life going into the wood because it's a wood boat. So, you know, it's important. And one mile down the road from the Shamachak, driving along and a deer jumped out of the ditch into the side of the truck. It wasn't in front of me. It went into the side of the truck and it banged off of the um, door and the fender a little bit. And I'm driving and I'm like, I have my substitute crewman there. It's going to show up in 30 minutes. We're going to get on the boat. We drive 15 hours. Every minute that I waste now is a minute later I will get to Port Townsend and already it's going to be midnight when I get there because we're going to wait for the store, get some food, get to the boat. And head to Port Townsend and midnight's a pretty late night, especially if you've got to haul the boat the next morning. And so this deer bounced off the car and I looked in the mirror and I didn't see anything. It's like, oh, hopefully he just ran off into the woods. Boy, that was scary. And that was when the choice point came because I could just continue on. I didn't see anything. I saw a deer hit the truck. I didn't see a deer in the mirror. I didn't see a deer in the road. Deer's probably fine. Just ran away into the woods. However, you're a shaman from a lineage of healers, Native (laughs) American healers. You can't walk away. I can't. uh, I can. You could have made that choice. And that was the choice that I had at the point. I looked at it and I went inside to see what am I going to do about this. Because the last thing on the planet I want to deal with right now is an injured deer. Because that means you're going to have to stay at the shaman shack. Well, 
Because that means the time that I oh, have yeah. to get to boat. the boat and move <laughs> it to Port Townsend and all of that is going to be altered. Plus, it's an injured animal and I have a soft heart and I don't like injured animals. And you're all, a healer. You know, I'm a healer. Yeah. And have to, you know. <laughs> so I'm sitting there driving and I drive for about mm, maybe two seconds. Probably <laughs> one and a half seconds. Yes. And I pulled right over and I turned around to look because make sure that, you know, the deer is fine or what's going on with that deer. And I drove back and right there, right in the ditch, is a poor baby buck, maybe six months old, and he can't get up and he's alive and scared, scared, and his back legs ain't working and his front legs only have working. So I, I was like, oh my. Too big for me to pick up by myself. So I turned around, parked the truck, went over and had a talk with him, put my um, rain gear over his head so that he would be dark and he'd calm down for a little while. And then I decided, well, you know, he's he's got to be either put down or healed. And you can't just leave him there. You can't just leave him there as is. Yeah. Because that's a that's just not that's not okay. So at that point the choice was well, the boat, moving it to Port Townsend, that's just off the table. doesn't matter if I don't go or do go. I just have to change it because that life is more important than making an appointment on time to me. That's the choice point at that time. I could do any of the either. I could just say, you know, let nature do its thing, you know. I wasn't, it wasn't me. I didn't run over the thing. It ran into the truck. Mm-hmm. I have responsibilities to take care of this XYZs and those things. And... Those, those are true. But this particular choice point was about how I feel about life and the sanctity of it and healing and caring for and, you know, responsibility for, well, the stag, <laughs> the stag energy. What am I going to do? Are you going to take am care I going of Bambi? To take Bambi? care of this stag? <laughs> am I going to be welcoming the stag energy into my life or am I going to ignore it and move into the old same that I'm comfortable with, yeah, right? Yeah. So that I was remember, a choice point. Yeah, and then when you got home, I remember, well, when you got to the shaman shack, you got, you arrived and um, you were still in a hurry because you had to get back to the boat. It's still kind of that energy. I have and a little the, bit of boat energy. It's like, yeah. well, maybe I can squeeze both in. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I didn't feel that. No, but it was still a little bit there. So just to make there. sure, the suburban got stuck in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> could not move it. I went and I got some help. We went back. We picked the stag up, put it in the back of the suburban, brought him to the shaman shack, um, backed the suburban up to the chicken coop, got some hay and made a bedding for it, put it in there and figured, you know, we'll let it let it be check it over it didn't have any bones sticking out it was just might have broken hip it might have who knows what internal injuries we don't know but we'll do a little bit of healing on him and let him make a decision overnight and see how he is in the morning because basically that's what they did with our dog that's what they do every time is give them a chance to decide if they want to stay or they're ready to go either way they're safe from predators and being horrible, harassed yeah horrible right? death horrible at least death. they will be somewhere safe to pass away in peace yeah and also canceled the haul out. Called the boy <laughs> and told him, you know, 
things take priority and I'm sorry, but we're not going to make that appointment. And he was actually extremely supportive about it. He said, not a problem, not even a worry. We'll just call and figure out another day, another time. Don't worry about it. So for me internally, that was a choice point. And it was about what frequency do I accept and what am I going to allow into me and what am I going, what are going to be my drives? What is going to drive me and in, in cause me to act? You know what I guess? I mm. guess I could say that. Yeah. 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 It's not easy to put it into words, but I guess in a sense, do I care about what's the priority, right? Yeah. And I remember on Hallow's end, we had a Halloween party and um, one of our friends, one of my students, uh, did a seance as part mm. of her practice. It was the first group seance that she'd done. Right. And my mother came through and she was a healer. She was a healer when she was alive. And one of the things that she wanted to talk to Larry about was his healing capacity, his shamanic healing. And for her, the, the, the path was clear. What are you doing, wasting your time doing anything else? Well, that wasn't about me. That was about someone else. <laughs> no, that was about you too. You were trying to, yes, there was somebody else there that she put a lot of attention on and she could not understand why he wasn't healing, right? Right. But then she turned to you and said the same to you. She did. Mm-hmm. And it was like, why are you not doing this full time? Why are you not concentrating? And it's more to, there's more to healing than just fixing people and things or even animals. And I know that since last summer, you have healed Doggy Woggy, Lucy, a crow, okay, a yeah, pigeon. Yeah, we did have a crow. We did have a pigeon. No, a deer. A deer. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. And it, it's just like before the one ends, another one arrives. It's constant. Lucy is almost done. She has just a tiny little dot of <laughs> healing done. And now basically this stag has exactly the same injuries that lucy had that's interesting isn't it mm-hmm. yeah but it's interesting that it was a, a baby stag yeah. and the energy of the stag came to you and you you sat with that energy for a while to try and get clarity also of how to proceed with it right and right. the stag from a druid perspective is the the the, the king of the forest you know it's a very masculine energy and very revered, a leadership kind of energy, very healing for the earth, the planet, and the people and the animals. But also within the Native American traditions, the stags are like givers, you know? They give, mm-hmm. they give a lot, they give their, the, they're looked after, but they also give their flesh and they give their, Le- you know, the, the leather and even the stag. Um, the horn the, antlers. The, the antlers are yeah. used in, in sacred ways. So it's not without consequence that that energy comes into your life. No, it wasn't. And it felt like that. And I guess that's really what I'm trying to say is the choice point was about accepting that stag energy into my life or not. Mm-hmm. So it was still a choice, and it was a choice point, mm-hmm. right? And it mm-hmm. doesn't uh, mean that if I had uh, ignored it and went on and not 
accepted the stag energy that it would have been like the earthquakes would have happened and the planet would have died or anything you know well we don't know (laughs) (laughs) we'll tell you later no i mean it it was i think it would personally significant but it might not have been planetarily significant it's just that that was the choice the choice to accept or not it -hmm. wasn't um forced i mean it was sort of like given at the level of your you cannot ignore that the choice is there i guess that's what i'm trying to say it wasn't a ignore it level choice Mm -hmm. you can't just miss it and it was like for you personally it was a choice but for another person it wasn't they would have just looked around oh they must have run off and they would have driven on they wouldn't have even stopped or thought that they had to check you know Another person, a hunter, would have come go, oh, yeah, Whoa, great. Oh, yeah, I got Meat. one. Yeah. Meat. And they would have killed him instantly and put him in the truck and harvested it, you know. So it's, mm-hmm. the choices are, it's like, it was like custom made for you, really quite significant in that way. And I'm thinking that that's the type of, the reason I wanted you to share this experience is because it feels to me that many people out there are going to come up with very custom made choices for their life that's how it's going to feel that's it's going to be like if it was anybody else it wouldn't have been an issue it wouldn't even but be it's probably me, significant, right? not significant at all but for me it's extremely significant and mm. i have to make a choice and so that's why i want you to express maybe a little more of why was it an obvious choice for you was it was one low frequency and one high frequency or is it not completely unrelated was it about your lifestyle? What is it about? How did you feel that? Oh, well, for point? me, it was, <clears throat> it was, um, well, I suppose, yeah, you just have to look at the for me part, which was that days before, at a significant point in my energy field, I mean, my energy field, I felt very defeated, actually. Mm. At a significant point of what felt like defeat, I asked for clarity to understand better what this was about. Because defeat is like you've lost a battle or something, right? Mm -hmm. And you're trying really hard to win. But And it was related to your fishing. Well, it was related to fishing because my... Beckhan had just texted he was going to go crabbing and the next day we were supposed to drive the boat and he didn't know about that but right. before I even asked him hey let's go move the boat and do our haul out he was already going somewhere else mm-hmm. so it was kind of like one more thing right. about fishing that made it stop you know yeah. so I felt defeated about it and there had been a history of other times that you couldn't go out fishing because of one thing or another oh right. it's been going on for a couple of years really yeah. or three yeah so it's just, not new <laughs> It's not new, and it's like it has culminated, you know, at a point where, I mean, everybody knows the coronavirus stuff. I mean, we finally had our (laughs) fishing settled in, right? And finally, we're going to catch greenies and rockfish, and finally, things are going good. We had a great market, and finally, we went out, and we went and caught some fish, and the weather was nice, and the very day we delivered, then they had the coronavirus crap, and then lost our market for all of that. And haven't been able to do any more of that since March. I know, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It has been a little bit of a choice point. (laughs) Yeah. 
that's kind of like that, that, fashion just, is hard and it's a little tough. Well, but the, you know, it's like the, that. That's where the defeat energy was coming. Yeah, the defeat energy came through. It was like fine. Yeah. I was like fine. I give up. You know, mm-hmm. but just help me understand what is this about. And when we did that and pulled a card, the card that came out was the stag card. And the was, stag card was very significant because it didn't say you're defeated. No. It had nothing to do with defeat. I'm going to read it, actually, because I don't even we think have it's it right in that one. Is it's it in your other stuff? deck. Your deck. Oh, is it? Can you go and fetch it? I could. <laughs> I think it's in the, in the camper, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we might not or be able to. Or it might be in that. Yeah. Your red one. <laughs> Let's see if we can find this card because I think it would be really good to read it. The card was pretty significant. Good job. Let's see my purse. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it took the defeat energy away and, and allowed me to just accept, okay, shift happens and the shift isn't bad. It's fine. Just allow it to be. So, for reference, I'd just like to say that the cards that I use are some cards that I found online. I just find them very beautiful. I have no con- financial reward or connection with the authors of this card. Oh, I should start charging Maybe them. Maybe <laughs> The card is by Kyle Gray, Angels and Ancestors Oracle Cards Guidebook. Okay. So, the stag. And... Trust and thrive is the 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 energy of the card. Yeah, trust and thrive was like if you feel defeated, you know, and then the card you pull, the the little words at the bottom are trust and thrive. I mean, that's definitely the opposite of defeated. <laughs> yes, just trust the process yeah. and begin and allow thrive, right? Mm-hmm. And then the text of the card. It's even more interesting. So the message is, come alive and thrive. Stand in your light and glory with grace and majesty. Well, that's easy. <laughs> About. The stag card brings graceful and powerful medicine into your life. In the Celtic traditions, the stag with his crown and antlers is known as the king of the forest. And it's a totem that brings protection in challenging times. In Native American traditions, he's greatly loved, for stags and deer provide food for the people and materials that have allowed them to create medicine items, such as drums, rattles and smudge fans. Although the stag has been hunted in the past and still is, he has strength, dignity and poise. When this card arises, it can also represent fertility and sexuality. So, the journey, an extended message, you have an opportunity to thrive. Trust in all that you have to offer, all of your gifts, strengths and power, and make the most of it. You were born to lead, and this can only become a reality when you're willing to put yourself in that position. Stag energy allows to f- you to feel safe because the antlers keep away anything that could interfere with your intelligence and pres- presence. And the strength gives you the power to be agile in your thinking. You are being encouraged to retain your dignity and be proud of who you are and all that you have accomplished. This in turn will give you even more power to thrive onward and upward. Onward and upward. So I haven't had deer hit or hit deer in my life actually, even though there's tons and tons of them around. So when a deer ran into the side of the truck, it was a big shock to me. (laughs) And it looked right in my eyes because he was eye level, you know, and right at the window. Yeah. Looking right at me, and like, oh, my gosh, Those beautiful big eyes, <laughs> giant beautiful eyes, right? And so, 
because of the card, because of the energy, because of the agreement to allow the energy in, you know, and you still have baby. to agree. Yeah, he's a baby. <laughs> he doesn't have giant hearts, just little nubs. But he's still a stag. Yeah. And he's forming, right? Yeah, he's forming. So, yeah, those, those are some of the reasons why it felt significant to me personally at the time, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe it isn't to someone else, but it is at the time for me. Yeah. It was recognizable to me as a choice point. Yeah. It wasn't a small thing. No. It felt, I mean, how many deer get hit by a car in a year? 100,000, a million? Yeah. It's not a significant event. But for me, it was clearly recognizable as one. So that's, I guess, what we're, I was saying anyway is about these choice points. You will recognize them. There won't be any mistake. They will be specially orchestrated for you yeah. to make these choices. Yeah. So, And if you follow through... With the guidance, if you stay in integrity and follow your intuition rather than push through other things that you know you shouldn't be doing or that didn't feel quite resonant at the time. Because I asked you when afterwards too, remember I said, did you have any nigglings, any feelings that you shouldn't be taking the north out right now? And you said yes. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. I kind of had a feeling. I was like, gosh. It's raining like crazy. It's windy. How are you going to paint it? Anyways? I have a lot of work ahead that I'm not really looking forward to. My knees sore. And uh, I'm obligated, feel obligated to do it. But you also had and some nightmares, didn't you, about it? Or some I don't thoughts, remember. Some weird thoughts that were coming into your mind about the, the everything burning up at the... Oh, yeah. There was up. the election thing and the riots that might happen and the boat yard burning and do I want the boat out of the water or in the water if I want to depend on my boat and I can't get it in the water or there was fears and things like that going yeah, on yeah. so I felt personally more comfortable having it in the water although I wish it had been already taken out of the water put back in but <laughs> thankfully Jason has already dove on the boat put sinks on there I'm not worried about that oh, that's <laughs> thank you Jason thank you Jason but uh you know Yeah, For so me, the frequency choice was low frequency path, lower frequency path, ignore the thing that I am, which is a healer, and um, ignore the stag energy, ignore that stuff, was the low frequency choice. Mm -hmm. A high frequency choice was to accept the energy and to heal and to um, not leave something suffering in the bush, maybe. You know? I know, yeah. I mean, responsible. Right. So yeah. I felt like a choice between a high and a low frequency choice point. Maybe higher, maybe lower. Maybe not all low. Because mm. taking care of the boat and providing for your family, that's not a low frequency thing. Yeah, that's what I was asking, whether it was a low, high, low frequency, high frequency choice point or it was something else completely. Because when I looked at it, it actually didn't feel like a low frequency, high frequency choice. It was just a different life. It was almost like you chose a different life at that point. Right, right. That's more accurate. That's kind of why I was having trouble describing it because it's, it, it doesn't feel like a low-frequency thing to take care of your boat. It isn't. No, it isn't. And I could easily have come back, checked, see the deer's hurt, bring it, put it in the cage, jump in the car, head out. And hope for the best. Hope for the best, you know? <laughs> but that's not what we did. That's not right. what I did. Um, right. The deer is still alive and... He's in 
poor shape, but yeah. he's got a choice. Chance. He's yeah. got a choice. He has he's got, got a, a choice. choice and he's fully supported to choose either way. Yeah. It was really funny earlier. I was sitting down on the computer and I could almost feel and hear the deer calling Larry, but he was busy doing other things. So he didn't hear him. So I had to tell Larry, you have to go out there right now. Your deer needs you right now. <laughs> oh, I heard him. I was already getting up to oh, okay. go. And he said, deer wants you. I was like, how'd you know? <laughs> yeah, I could tell. And he just needed pets and comfort. He just needed pets and comfort. And I was, yeah. you know, I was a little surprised because the reading that I did, which, by the way, is pretty freaking hard to do. There isn't much information about deer. No, there isn't. There's a bunch about fawns, and fawns are pretty typical. You find a fawn, and the mother's shot, and they have a baby fawn. You raise them with a bottle feed, and that kind of makes them a little bit difficult because they become human. Right, right. And at a certain point, like this one's about six months old, it's not... He's wild. He's, he's wild. wild. He's yeah. not desiring human no. company. But he did desire your company but earlier. He, he called you He in. did desire my company. Yeah, he did. And he... Put his, I mean, he felt the comfort. Yeah. Put his head on my lap and wanted soothing and yeah. healing and energy yeah. and whatever, you know? Yeah. And a little bit of that. What are those little white dots? Oh, the homeopathic tablets. Yeah. He got two, one homeopathic tablet. I gave him one. The something. See, uh, I can't remember the name of it actually, but it's for broken bones. And right. I gave him that one dot and what, two or three seconds after that, he started eating. Yeah. He it's ate amazing. a chunk of an apple. Mm -hmm. It was l literally an hour before he was gone, basically. Yeah, he was had so good. His candle had burned all the way down and it was basically out. Um, I pet him for about half an hour and told him, you know, what a strong boy he is and he can have a new body. Yeah. He can keep this one and he's fully supported either which way. He doesn't have to uh, worry about which choice he picks. Both of them will be fine. Mm -hmm. And it's up to him, but he's a strong boy and do what he likes. Yeah. And he started breathing more and breathing more and breathing more and then, he, you know, thought about getting up a couple of times, but he can't get up quite yet. <laughs> Don't cry, I need <laughs> And then, uh, well, you can cry if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he laid his head on my lap and pet him for about 10 minutes. He likes it on his head. And then he got a good scratch under his ears. And he liked to <laughs> scratch under his ears just like a dog. He's like, closed his eyes and leaned his head into it. He's like, oh, God, that feels good. <laughs> and then uh, I let him lay there for a while and come in. And then I got a call, that call that you heard. Mm -hmm. Your dear wants you. <laughs> and I went out there, and uh, I think that's when you gave me the homeopathic medicine, finally. But I went out there, and he wanted some attention and pettings, and he hadn't eaten or drank anything, maybe drank some water. But, you know, he was on the fence still. But once I gave, him, is, the, yeah. once I gave him the homeopathic medicines, he started to eat three seconds after. I couldn't believe it. And he didn't eat a lot. He ate a few bites, you yeah. know. And he nibbled it out of the grass. He's got hay all over it. He's nibbled in there and picked up little pieces of apple. And one of the pieces was too big, so I had to cut it smaller for him. <laughs> <laughs> he'd eat it little pieces. But, you know, he's got life force. He does. Comes and goes. Comes and goes. Yeah. I don't think it's decided yet, you know. 
I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, think I so either. Say. But we'll see how he Hopefully. gets on. Hopefully, he will live. <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer he lives, and that's what I told him. I prefer that he lives. Just yeah. I prefer life over death. Yeah. But if it's too hard for him and he doesn't want to, you know. Yeah, he can heal. Yeah, he can exit and have another fond life. Yeah, he can be fast. Reestablish a new expression of physicality in a baby form. So yeah, yeah. So choice points. <laughs> Pretty harsh, man. <laughs> but like I said, one of to to summarize, you know. And in the next coming months, you're going to have choice points of timeline choice points coming up quite intensely. And some of them are engagements to low, to, to go into the low frequency stuff, but not all of them will be. Some of them are choices of life that will take you in different paths. Yeah, right? just different paths. And um, to stay high frequency, to stay in integrity, to make those choices of who you really are and what do you want to express in this new paradigm. And um, stay strong, check in with everybody that you love and don't engage at low frequencies. I've got tons of articles if you haven't read them and recordings on how to deal with low frequency loved ones, especially during the holidays. <laughs> so, <laughs> so low frequency loved ones, especially during the holidays yeah, and the elections, the elections and everything else. So um, know that it's not about disconnecting from them but actually disconnecting the low frequency engagements that you have with them and there's that ways that you can communicate and and love your people without feeding into their psychosis so the world hasn't gotten hasn't gotten mad, more mad than before it's the same except that now it's highly visible and you can no longer ignore it that's what it is so choice points coming up and stay true to yourself and yeah use the tools man i guess if you have questions there's a way to ask questions now. yeah so you go to podcasts with an s at the end dot ineliabenz.com and then you click on the about and you have a form there that you can, you can fill in it. to send questions and things and if you can't remember all Feedback. that just go to ineliabenz.com you can send an email <laughs> and then on there will be one of the um tags for shows i think or Contact. something like that no, it's not under contact. It's mm. like, I don't remember. But that would be easier. It shows, I think, contact. but it shows two things on it. If you get to the podcast tab, then it'll be the place, right? Right. Right. Uh, or you can join Walk With Me Now and yeah, talk to me directly. Yeah, just ask it directly. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, talk to us directly. So thank you for listening oh, today. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I thought that there was a chance that you might pull a card for the listeners oh yeah. similar to the one i have when they're <laughs> you know if they if anyone is at that point where they might have that little feeling of defeat or whatever it is that you feel yeah you know what might the angels and ancestors have to give as guidance mm -hmm. moving forward yeah for the next five months that is march right right Yes, yeah, a, good, a, a good idea because I have felt the energy of defeat myself the, in last week, I think it was. Yeah. Also. I remember when that came in. I was like, I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. 
we both felt. Oh. Yeah, yeah, different reasons and different aspects of our lives, but definitely it was there. So if you are feeling that way, if you're getting there or you're getting tired of this madness being so visible and in your face, um, let's have a look and see what the human ancestors will like to communicate with us with regards to this time period and what to focus on as we move forward, okay? okay. So I'll just put one card. Oh, that's not ready, actually. Okay. Yeah, Shuffle it a little bit more. Okay. Got it. And the card is the Water Guardian. Let's see what the Water Guardian tells us. Connect with your emotions. Wow. That's what she says. Connect with your emotions. It pops for me are her wings, actually. Yeah, she looks like an angel. Yeah, she looks like an angel. And she's got something in her forehead that brings to me the energy of the third eye. So, like, be aware, be highly aware. Don't shut down your senses. But it's to do with emotions. see the water guardian she has beautiful blue hair i mean it's not all blue <laughs> it's brown hair with blue streaks yeah i think we should do that with your hair honey let's do it with your hair well my hair isn't long enough yours is just like well, her hair. your beard then <laughs> <laughs> i think we're going to do this with your hair honey no that's not gonna happen <laughs> okay water guardian the message take time to understand how you really feel and that's exactly what that's we were exactly talking what about we're today about. exactly exactly how what we're talking really about feel? how do you really feel about things? things know that your sensitivity is not a curse but a gift that allows you to receive and understand messages directly from your soul oh about what is the element that is in your blood, your tears, and your flesh? The water guardian represents the angels of water who can help you dive within to understand the depth of your emotions. These angels are all about helping you see that your emotions aren't just the feelings that are on the surface. They're also the old emotions you may have locked up deep within the shadow of your soul. Through helping you acknowledge your deepest emotions, the angels of water help you to hear the messages these have for you and to unlock your intuitive powers and the energies of abundance. This what reminds me, this part of the card reminds me that the part of being visible, how I said earlier, the, the world hasn't gone more mad than before. It's just now very visible. It's in your face. And I'm thinking that if you are holding on to old stories and all nasty emotions inside of you, they're going to get on your face. They're going to come up to be released. Extended message. Your angels want you to know that it's okay to feel the emotions that are surfacing in you at this time. It doesn't matter if they're joyous or sad. They're all powerful messengers that allow you to understand what you want and need. Again, the emotions and the wants and the needs. It's going to be messenger. clear. <laughs> it's going to be clear, man. Taking, taking time to breathe and acknowledge them lets them flow through you rather than crashing down on you in an overwhelming wave. 
Note that there are also intuitive psychic messages arising in you at this time, and unless you acknowledge everything as it comes up, you may miss important guidances that can lead you to support and love. Whoa, don't miss those guidances. Right, yeah. So, trust in your emotions. Know that negative... Emotions as guidance. Yes, emotions as guidance. But also, if they're negative, know that there's processing you can do to let go of those stories. Okay? So, when we felt the energies of defeat, we, we sought guidance. We didn't use it in any other way. We, it's not a useful emotion. It's like a very disabling emotion. Uh, but we didn't ignore it either. We processed it, we delved into it, and we found guidance to pull us through it, right? Yeah, that was very good guidance, mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Me too, yeah. All right. Do All you right. feel complete, darling? Yes, in this, in this case, I do feel complete, and I have absolute certainty that questions might come, and I hope that they do, because that will add to the completeness. That's great. Thank you. Love you, honey. I love you too, honey.